2: The Wake Up with Michelle Michet. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Woo-hoo. I always want to say woo-hoo after that. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to Awakenings here. It's great to connect with all of you. Great To be a part of this uh, community, this tribe, this group with you, um, put a hello in the chat. Uh, just a little reminder: how we roll. If you're new, uh, you can ask questions in the chat. You can type in um, caps. I don't think I don't consider it yelling, or put my name, or put Q or question, something like that. Um, otherwise, you can call in and listen uh, via phone or computer. You can also listen on your computer, and I know a lot of you listen later in the replays. Uh, if you want to listen by phone, the call-in number is 347-539-5122, 347-539-5122, and press 1 on the keypad if you want to get on air. If you have a question or a comment or you wanted a, want a reading, um, we may do readings all the way through. I think our guest, which is uh, Reverend Sue Frederick, Psychic Channel, uh, may may wanna do readings as well. So we will leave that open. Again, 347 539 five, two, two is the number. I'm getting my yerba Mate, getting me a little more tea. Now, the other thing is if you do have a question or a comment, you really need to press one on your keypad so that I know that you want to get on air because a lot of people listen via phone and they're at work or whatever out and about or they're in the store (laughs) they're doing you know what I mean so I don't want to um you know I will if I get like a little feeling because sometimes I get a little psychic nudge and I'm like oh this person didn't press one or If you do press one on the keypad and then you walk away, because that's another thing that happens a lot, people walk away or doing other things, just kind of, I don't know, keep your earpiece in or something, so that, um, you're gonna hear crinkling, because I'm getting my yerba mate pee. Um, You might hear crinkling in the background and that's what that is. But anyway, yeah, if you just keep your earbud in or something that you can kind of hear, um, because what happens when you press one on the keypad is that it it gives me a little signal, so then I can press on the uh, switchboard or whatever it's called, and then you're unmuted, right? So that's what it does. So everybody's naturally muted, and I unmute you, how's, how's that go? <laughs> how's that? I unmute you. Anyway, again, three four seven five three nine five one two two is the number. Press 1 on the keypad. So I'm a little zony right now because I've been doing readings for YouTube today. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to Soul Insights and Tarot and also Awakenings with Michelle Mache on YouTube if you would be so kind. Um, but it's good for you. It's good stuff for you. Um, yeah, so I'm doing uh Starseed reading with the Ascended Masters and I'm doing part one will be on YouTube where you'll get a lot of information and then part two is for Patreon. So what I'm starting to do I thought of this before but I really I didn't I don't know, I didn't feel like it. I didn't feel like inspired or the vibe. But I'm thinking a lot of my readings are, are pretty long and you do get a lot of information and, you know, that's what people tell me in the comments, that, you know, it's like a personal reading and, you know, they get a lot of information and it's really aligns and resonated and it's on target, it's a confirmation, on and on and on. So what I thought I would do for some of the readings, I'm not going to do it for all, but I will let you know in the Patreon readings, some of them what I'm doing is I'm doing the first part and then I'm doing an extended. And like the ones that I'm doing now, I think the first ones are about 15, 15 minutes or so, 16, 17 minutes. And the reason I'm going to do it on some readings is because just, just added benefit and feature for my lovely Patreonis, the Soul path people on Patreon. Um, It also gives me a chance to go in a little deeper, a little bit more. Um, YouTube, a lot of people tend to, you know, they do like longer readings, but I know sometimes you just kind of want to get the message. And I find the people that are on Patreon that I'm working with are really, you know, we're doing deep dives into metaphysics, spiritualism, spirituality, dream therapy, numerology, all this stuff I'm trained in, hypnotherapy, meditation, transpersonal psychology, alchemy. So I'm bringing all of that. So Patreon for me isn't just extended readings. I'm not just doing extended readings, nor do I want to just do extended readings. It's it's um, That's going to now be part of it, but it's also a lot about esoteric wisdom and principles and studies astrology you know the occult but also transpersonal transpersonal psychology hypnotherapy alchemy meditation spiritual practice and spiritual principles so i have all of that on there so you have processes exercises things for the month things for the week um channel you know for the soul path journeyer tier and soul path seeker you have um channeled information that i get straight from the spiritual hierarchy you know some of you know that i channeled in 2017 all this information about the pandemic and everything that happened i mean literally to the vaccination vaccine not being able to travel so i have some of these earth changes that come through me so i'm putting those for now on patreon they'll always be on patreon I, may, I can't put them on YouTube because I get censored and I'll get a strike. I already got a censorship thing um, because the information is controversial, though it ends up being accurate. It ends up playing out in everything, whether stock market or I could go on and on, but you guys have been with me a while. You, you've you heard, some of you have worked with me personally, some of you my workshops or seminars or retreats, so you know um, it's just putting it out on YouTube before people are ready to hear it. And at least people on Patreon, they know that that's part of what I'm sharing. That's part of the content. Of course, some people don't want to know. I mean, I got some information on some things that are coming up next year and into 2025, and someone said, oh, I don't want to know. You know, it's like an inconvenient, inconvenient truth. I don't want to really know what's going on. And I'm like, okay, well, you know but i want to get this information out there that's part of what i came back here to do on this dimension on this earth plane you know and i've been doing this since age 4 so i love getting it out there but i've got to find the right peeps the right audience the right group cuz i don't want to freak people out but i do want to help people you know and like some of my clients I told them, you know, before before the the whole pandemic thing, the virus, all of that, I said you'd need to work, you know, I some of them were considering getting offices and I said, you know, I wouldn't get that expenditure. You're not going to be able to work in person. You know, you're not going to be able to go in the office. You're not going to be able to have an office, you know. So, that's the whole thing. I like giving that heads up. And I had quite a few clients that were not working virtually. Some were working a little bit virtually, and they went ahead and changed the way they were working, um, especially some of my private clients, because, you know, the guy, if I'm working with someone for a long time, the guides can be kind of insistent, like I keep getting the message, getting even to the, fe- to the point that some of them are like, I know, I know, I don't know, and I'm like, I'm sorry, it's not about me this message is coming through and this particular situation had this person not listened they would not have been able to pay their bills you know they would have had to get help from people or take a loan out so i want to be able to offer that um... if that's something that you're into you know and i i'm going to extend it you know more into Especially as things heat up again, I want to be able to bring this information to people without having to worry about, am I going to get censored? And because some of the censoring is no joke, you know they cut off your banking. You know you can't. <laughs> and some of the stuff that I I know, whether it's through the channeled info or ex FBI um, director Ted Gunderson. Who I knew and had was given information from him. Um, yeah, it's 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 not meant to get out there broadly. I guess is the best way. I mean, it is, but there are those that want to stop that, and things are going to get very cr- critical. Um. Hey, in the chat. Hi, you guys. Yeah, things are going to get very critical. So, I mean, I like a heads up. I don't care if it's something really, you know, kind of scary. But I'd rather know so that I can plan. That's my thing. And so that's where I'm coming from. You know, I was able to change. In fact, I knew this was coming, um, you know, in the 90s. So I changed the way that I worked. You know, i listen. And that's one of the things I teach people on the Patreon and, and some of, in, my, in my workshops. How do you read the signs? How do you know what's coming up? How do you tap into that? How do you know that it's just not your emotions or fear? You know, how do you find that, that thread? How do you navigate these changes? And, I mean, yeah, we're going to go through a lot, a lot of disruption and upheaval. But and, 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 at the same time, it's going to bring a lot. It already is bringing a lot of opportunity because it's requiring us to go into our genius mindset. I'm sure a lot of you are feeling it already. You're probably getting a little more creative or inspired or maybe I'll do this, I'll try this, I'll go out on a limb and try this, I'll try that, let me do this. I mean, you know, you're thinking differently. You're thinking, oh, what's really important to me? There's going to be a lot of people unplugging uh from the old design the old matrix and creating a new design that's what many of us are here to do is help create the new design the new floor plan if you will of how to live and you know some of you are doing that already but we're meant to come together this is the great coming together you know i was kind of thinking it was going to be last year but a lot of what i saw last year and predicted is happening this year um But people are really wanting to come together. You're going to see much more stuff about awakening or the Great Awakening or the awakenings. You know, I had a course out, a year-long course um, that I'm going to re-release that I did with Daily Ohm in 2011. Uh, 2010, it took me a year to put the course together. Um, And it was all about the Great Awakening. In fact, it was called the Great Awakening. But people weren't ready for it yet. I mean, a lot of people took the course, but it didn't make sense to a lot of people because it was forward thinking. And same with soul-centered living that I have on a platform now that I'm making available for people to do in self-study. It does make a difference if not only have the tools, the information, the insight, the guidance, but also the connection, the community, the support is really important you know and i would just say if you're those of you that are looking for community try to find one that's the it's the most balanced (laughs) i guess let's put some libra energy in there the justice card you know and also alchemy sagittarius the let's put some temperance energy because it because the changes that are happening like what happened in 2020 i channeled in 2017 so it took a while. Now, some of the channelings are six months to a year. You know, they're, they're, they're closer, you know, or three months. Um, so some of the changes are not gonna, they're gradual. I think that's what everybody has to keep in mind. They're gradual changes, but if you know where things are going, even if it's five or 10 years out, and you're still planning on being here, you know, and on the earth plane, then you can shift accordingly. You know, and because the parallel systems, communities, economy—the parallel—we're building that now. So, anyway, let's get to caller. Let me see. Do we have anything in the chat? What's happening? Oh, you want to know, Teresa? Yeah, Teresa definitely. I love it. Teresa definitely wants to know. She is not one of those people that says, "I don't want to know." I don't. Want, it's too scary. Teresa's like, "Give it to me." And I'm planning. I'm doing things accordingly. So I sneak some of the information in the Pick-a-Cards, also in this podcast. And one of the reasons this podcast has not been, uh, you know, because I would, the cabal, I mean, I talked very blunt about what's going on and what's coming. I, I was told by a friend of mine that is, you know, expert, and, you know, she gets paid a lot of money with, with social media media podcasting and you know this is her world and she said "Well, it's probably because I don't have transcripts and I have guests so the first half of the program there's a title that goes to what the guest is about but what's happened is some of the podcasts that go over now to YouTube I've gotten censored because it's picked up on information that I've said here so in a way you know, I always thought because I had somebody that wanted that was trying to help me get on, to do YouTube earlier, like around 2009. Um, but now I see, you know, I would not have been able to share all of this that I'm sharing. I would have been not not only booted off of that platform, um, but it could have been kind of dicey. So it's been really a blessing to be here on the audio cast because there. You know, again, there's less censors, censorship, censoring. Okay, let's get to Jay Stylings in the in the chat, in the sacred space of empowerment room. All right, gang, three four seven five three nine five one two two is the number. Press one on your keypad if you want to get on air. Hi, you're on air. Hi. I think it's somebody that walked away. Seven seven zero. You're on air. Okay. I can hear you in the background. Okay, let's may come back to there. All right, we've got a lot of people listening by phone, so I'm just taking that. That your people that are listening by phone. If you do have a question or a comment or you want a reading, please press one on your keypad. Okay, and you can also ask questions in the chat. Let's see. Um, Jay is saying, hi, everyone. I want to know, too. I especially want to know if my dreams are going to be coming true. I swear I see things coming. Well, that's your answer, Jay. Yeah. I mean, it's almost fantastical. I, I, I mean, how many of you have been feeling the energies of late? And I talked about it last week. I think it was void called in with Paulo was here and i was talking about the cave and i've been doing like cave watching these cave diving videos and deep sea water videos and then i've been dreaming of that but then it's it's opened me up to connect to the subconscious i've been connecting in through pa- people that are on the other side which happens a lot but i've been doing a lot of um lucid dreaming and It's just interesting, and I know when that kind of stuff starts happening that we're about to have some kind of big shift, not just individually but collectively. I mean, I think in one of the readings, I think it was the August Pick a Card that I did, uh, Soul Insights and Tarot uh, on YouTube channel, I talked about August that we would be watching the news. There would be a lot of stuff, something going on, or a few things internationally that we would be watching the news. And I haven't been watching regular TV, uh, very little. Um, I've been a lot on YouTube uh, and a lot of podcasts So and cave diving videos. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, um, yeah, even some of my, like, stupid little shows. I, I just haven't the vibration. Every now and then I do, like, kind of, you know, uh, kind of stupid show. well i've been watching i picked it back on netflix i think and amazon like some espionage spy you know in my international shows and films i've kind of watched a few of those but i've been doing a lot of cave, cave diving cave diving um oh athena's in the house too in the sacred space of empowerment hello hello Oh, I love this. I even had a dream about a zombie apocalypse. I know it sounds super weird. Oh, Athena, you're listening by phone, too. Yeah, Jay. Well, the thing is, and it's funny because I talked about this in one of the readings I did today for Patreon. I did a deeper dive into how to to discern whether it's your emotions. I know when 9-11 happened, I had visions literally of me being sucked out or other people sucked out of planes for two weeks. It was about a month. And I was set to be traveling. Some of you know this story. I was going to be traveling um, that day and going actually back east. Um, now, I tell my friend, you know, when I told people that, and 9-11 happened, oh, well, you wouldn't have been in it. Yeah, I would have been in it. I may not have been on the plane, but I had clients that were stranded days, weeks, and even a month that could not get back to their home. And, and hotels were... Um, so I knew something was happening. I was tapping into that. And so I canceled my flight. And I remember even a well-meaning coach that I was working at the time, uh, I won't say her name, she thought I was under a lot of stress. And so did a few people around me, said, oh, you're having these nightmares. And I said, no, they're not nightmares. They're visions. And I said, and no, I don't have stress about flying. In fact, I love turbulence. I love roller coasters. No that's not my thing i i'm getting this message because something is going to be happening something's going on and i am canceling my flight because i would have been right in the middle of it all and um but then you know there were you looked online there were quite a few people that had these kinds of premonitions whether about going in the towers or coming back earlier or they forgot something and had to come home, you know, or a lot of, some people have these kinds of dreams. So it is very possible, uh, Jay, like you're talking about in the chat, it is very possible. I think it was Jay. Was it Jay? Or Athena? It is very possible. Yeah. The, the thing is, is when it gets filtered and that's why I, I, and I teach this in my workshops and also on Patreon, like how do you discern because some part of it may be fear, maybe our own fear, or we're going to go through our own, you know, um, transition, you know. So you always have to take that into, you know, that into account. And those kind of also premonition dreams usually have, um, they're very, um, what's the word? There's a kind of a, it, it, a piece you know, a peace and calm. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, you'll feel that kind of, uh, when you have these visions. Now, when you pop into the, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, You know, the higher self aspect, when you kind of handle the lower self or ego part or the, you know, the, the, the um, regular part of this, how's that, our, our avatar part. <laughs> when you handle that part, you can kind of get to it. Because believe me, when I was seeing things, it's almost like a movie. Like when I was seeing things and I was seeing riots, I was seeing people in the fatigues in 2017. And I was telling clients of mine, I was telling friends, some people were like, what's happening, I don't want to know. And I was saying, you know, you're going to be required, you won't be able to travel but I saw this underground economy starting, and I said people are going to buy things and give it to other people or buy supply. And that we still have that. There are certain things that I channeled uh, between 2017 and 2018 and then in 2021 that haven't happened yet. So we still have some of the things that, that are going to be, uh, you know, going on. But Jay, to your point, apocalypse also has to do. It's not just um, like a disaster. It also is some a supernatural or a disclosure. Okay, it's a it's it's. We always think that it has to do with something. It's, it's something prophetic happening. So I definitely feel that many people have that ability right now to tap into the apocalyptic nature. You know, the awakening is a type of apocalypse, if you will, because it's it's it disrupts the, the old order. And so that's part of that apocalypse, is that disruption of the, the old order of things. So you may, um, you know, you could be picking that in your dreams. And then again, it's not fear, because if you're picking this up, you're either picking up from the collective unconscious your own self, your higher self, or if you work with guides, it, to prepare. And so it's not like, oh, everything's going to be bad. Like, I didn't see, you know. Again, if you're getting messages, it's 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 about being able to prepare. And we have to get people past the hump of not wanting to know. That's part of the problem. People don't want to know let's see what the derivation of apocalypse because I know I had looked it up a while ago but I know that it's not just something tragic now from the Judeo-Christian lens it is something you know kind of ominous and scary it means revelation from the church Latin apocalypsis revelation from Greek apocalyptian uncover disclose reveal so we are in apocalyptic times where there's a lot that's being revealed. That's part of the awakening, where you kind of wake up from the sleep and go, oh, my God, I was told this, I was told that. That's not true. This is true. That's not happening. This is happening. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, we are in the apocalypse. We are in a in a apocalypse, I would say, not in the, because there's many apocalypse. Um, and that's part of the Great Awakening is to awaken and see what's really going on. What's really going on? And what do you want to do about it? Where do you fit in? How do you fit in? So that apocalypse brings a disclosure, right? It brings a revealing or, you know, an unraveling from what was hidden. And and it is meant to dissolve structures, whether they're relationship structures societal structures business structures you know creative whatever the structures are and so to some degree we're going to have that in our own life to free to free up to ultimately build in a way that is in this part of the game more soul connecting
3: because
2: we are in the soul alignment portion of the awakening so the more you're able to align to your soul and understand your soul uh the better you'll fare no matter what level or what where however wherever you're living you will fare better if you could understand your soul and connected to that part of you if you're still holding on to the values of the old way of being you see it's all you guys it's all been leading the whole idea of the simple living or this this you know the the little what is it the little house kind of movement, uh, small tiny homes. Now that doesn't mean, oh, you have to live tiny, you know, have a small home, but where are the excesses? It was there in the pandemic. The, and by the way, I totally channeled where that came from, how it happened, and now that is out on regular news stations. Just say it. But it's looking at the true values for you. What do you really value? What do you really want on a soul level, the, that truth and that meaning? So it, it, it's, it's um, you know, even in that pandemic, it was about, you know, they kept saying essential. Now, remember, every, everything on the earth plane, it's changing. But it's always about the surface. We get the surface. Just like in astrology, in, in, you know, in the astrological signs or the way a planet expresses, we always have a lower, a mid, and a higher octave or a low, mid, higher expression, right? So somebody could um, get in an argument and they could have a very low expression of how they, they're triggered, you know, how they respond. Someone might get triggered and then respond in a in a way that diffuses the argument. That would be the middle. And then another person may just, someone's yelling and screaming at them and they just kind of get quiet and listen and say, do you want to talk now or should we talk later? Should we take a break until we cool off and talk? Or I'll come back when you want to talk. You know, Or I understand you're upset. You see the difference? Everything in life is on that tier. That's the hierarchical aspect of creation and expression of creation so right now we're getting a lot of lower level very surface symptoms of the awakening you can see that in the identity identification um, and that's a whole nother <laughs> that will that's a whole nother topic that we'll, we'll get into at some point but just to say you're going to see a lot of the lower or the surface meaning of awakening and what it means to be awake or live awake um until people are able to dial down deeper into what does it mean to them, what is their soul? What does it mean it doesn 't mean don 't eat meat it doesn't mean eat meat it doesn't mean wear this, wear that It doesn't mean to do yoga you <laughs> it doesn't mean those are all interesting, nice you know beliefs and ideas. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with your individual soul and what is your soul blueprint? What is your soul signature frequency? what is the frequency that of Joy and commitment to your life, and, and you having a meaningful life. So it's about getting to your blueprint, not Susie's or Johnny's or Maria's or Yvonne's or Bob's or Richard's. You know, not not Kardashian and Vanderpump Rules. You know, not the president, not the vice, not the the you know the model the top model, not the top chef. Do you see what I'm saying? We have all these prefab that everybody's been trying to fit in. And so, yes, there will be an apocalypse on that. And you're seeing it now. You're seeing it with the advent of people doing more on their own, but they're still kind of copying because that's safer to do, and we don't yet have enough resonance yet. That's going to start next year, beginning of next year, where people are going to even – Take more chances on their on their individuality, you know, and on them on their self. Let's see what do we got here. All right, got a caller. Okay, so if you have, let's see. I guess some of you are just listening. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Okay. All right. Let's see. Hi, you're on air.
0: Oh, hi, Michelle. This is Sunray. Right. Hey. Hello. Hi.
2: <laughs>
3: Good, how are you?
0: Happy, happy, happy day after uh, Lionsgate portal. I'm doing great. Yes, so-
2: Lionsgate, but in more, even, even more importantly, it's the Sirius o- o- Orion alignment and the sun aligning to Sirius star. The dog star.
0: Oh, the dog star.
2: Yeah, Sirius. You the notice. Dog, or it's Sirius dog. Like, woof, woof. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Woof,
0: woof.
2: <laughs> yeah, because do- you notice how dogs have become more prevalent, prominent, more, because they, and they, st- as Sirius became more prominent in the sky for longer period of time, Sirius has to do with service. So people that come from that planet have are the light workers, um, came here to do mm-hmm. service. Well, the representation of that is the service that the dogs, the animal beings, the doggy beings, all animal beings, but specifically dogs that are teaching us about energy, how to connect into the energy, feel the vibes, trust the vibes, and telepathy. Because if anybody has a dog and you have a good connection with a dog, you know, cats too though, but um they're very telepathic you know so you start you can really hone up on your telepathic skills so yeah that portal stays open Hmm. about july 28th to about between the 15 the 12th and 15th of august so there's a
0: thought like we're still in it?
2: oh yeah you still have yeah the apex is on the 8th and what's funny Let's keep it real. The real 8-8 eight eight was 8, <laughs> eight to 2015 right? However, right. and it's true, because the strict astrologer part of me goes, there really is no 8-8. Eight eight. Even though I posted something for that, I did a, pick a card. Because what I realize is, even, the, even all the aspects hmm. that we have, they're not real until we make them real. You see what I'm saying? Anything yeah. that's on the planet that affects us has some kind of group agreement. So that 8-8 portal is getting more and more and more, right? Because 2008-8, 2015 was an eight eight eight. 8 Oh, yeah. And really in the spirit realm, you know, there's just, you know, everything is happening. There's just, you know, we need markers so I would say that 8-8-Portal is getting more and more and more important. And it is a, a uh-huh. marker. I know I had an amazing day before and the day of. The day of was just off the charts. And I had a nice session. Yeah. with Shout out to Dr. Griffin, great chiropractor. I had this, like, amazing adjustment. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. It, I think it's becoming more and more important because we as a collective are tapping into that energy frequency, that portal, and we're reinforcing Mm. it as a portal, right? I mean, think about it. The cave diving I've been doing, what I see, they have cave explorers. The cave isn't it's there, but it isn't known until someone explores and says, hey, this cave is here and it's a great cave to go down. You know, it's a great cave to swim in.
0: Right, so, right.
2: I, I yeah,
0: assimilate it like when you expand you the it? bubble, you kind of like expand your capacity almost to bring in that light in a way.
2: <laughs> yeah, like and we're all vibing energetic at the bubble. <laughs> Yeah, and we're all vibing on this at the same time, so we're reinforcing that bubble and what it means.
0: Mm, so
2: I like that. I always do this with you, Sunray. <laughs> What's your question? <laughs>
0: Sunray brings star seed energy. Okay, hey, I just want <laughs> to call you and let you know that um, just give you an update. I called uh, uh, a while ago about that crystal, my rose quartz necklace. That I was trying to look look for. Oh, you found and it. sure if I found it, yes, yes. I yeah.
2: Great. Oh, it my was God. in a
0: bag behind a moving box. I was like <gasps> moving this box.
2: Remember, I I'm said
0: boxes. And you put it there? You mm-hmm. packed
2: it. Oh, <gasps> I'm so <Yep>. happy! Oh, <laughs> was it closed? Because I kept seeing boxes, and I go, "You put it somewhere like where you were packing, so not to forget it." And um, oh yeah, it was apologize. in my room
0: the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> hidden, <laughs> just hidden, just hidden away somewhere, I guess. <laughs> you know, oh, my I'm God. I'm kind of, like I mentioned, getting ready to make that next move again. And so it popped up at the right time, and it was just a- around my birthday on the 25th of July. Mm-hmm. So I was really excited to see it. And it came, it was uh, part of my Barbie outfit because it's pink. <laughs> oh
2: yes. Yeah.
0: Yes, so yes. It was session time. <laughs> oh I wanted to thank you so much. I love it. Yeah.
2: Oh my God. Oh, I love it. Oh, thank um, you for sharing that. That is I could boy. see it. I could see it crammed in and I'm like, it's by the box, there's all these boxes and it you just <laughs> I think you put it there to not, like, lose it. That was my thought, was like, okay, right. let me all get right. to it. When I open it, so I don't want to lose it. And, um, no.
0: mm-hmm. yeah, well, you didn't lose it. <laughs> yeah, I did. Formal, and sometimes their crystals, you know, they decide to wander off and, and be on their own yeah. journey. I recognize my tools as um, beings in themselves. Um, Yes. Instead of like something that I'm possessed over that is my possession. Like I totally accept that there are some crystals that come into my life and then the next day they're just gone. Yeah. (laughs) For whatever reason. And so it's whatever frequency it wants to then be a part of or heal. So it's that fluid. All right, it's true. Nichelle, big hug. I love you. Big hug. <laughs> love you too. Glad I'm a, I'm you found blessed it. Day. Good. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye.
2: Okay. So what do we got? Let's see. Deceased. Oh my gosh, Athena in the chat. You had a dream of deceased cousin. Um let's see, Jay Styling. J J. It's about you and a few others that were awake. The zombies were trying to touch us. I was trying to avoid them as I remember it. Well, that sounds... I mean, zombies aren't the most cute bunch. (laughs) uh, So that may be a message of what you're kind of wanting to avoid, a certain, you know, type of situation or person or relationship. You know, and, and this, when I say this, by the way, because we are in the split, the great, the split that's happening, it's not to isolate or point figu- fingers like, oh, they're not as awake or aware. What it is is, because in the old paradigm, there was so much conditioning about having to fit in to a certain narrative. There's so much now about not fitting in. If you're really getting, if you're really aligned and getting the message, the you know, aligning to your soul. Um, there's nothing to prove anymore you don't have to fit in and so it's like I you don't have to go with a certain group or you can just recognize a certain group or certain activity or certain person or certain type of relationship isn't for you and and so you'll find other ways of connecting with more and more that are more of resonance so the, the soul alignment is a lot about resonance and coherence resonance baby you know i talk though, if any of you want to dive deep into that on my uh, website soulplayground.life uh, get the mp3 um, understanding the universal laws and activating the law of magnetic attraction that's the key activating it and the more we're in a resonance to our soul the more we activate the law of magnetic attraction in alignment with our soul cuz we're always attracting we're always creating. We're always attracting. It just depends what, you know, to what degree, what level, what alignment are you attracting. So a lot of you are going to find you're a little more picky about what you bring into your life. Uh, oh, I keep seeing a lot of eights lately. Is there a message about relationships for me? Well, eights have a lot. Eight is a, is karma or dharma. It's also about the soul alignment, because if you put the eight on its side, it's the infinity sign, right? And if you put the eight vertical, as you see the eight, it's about the lower self and the higher self aligning, right? Or the avatar you, right? The icon you with the driver you, if you will, motivating aspect of you from the soul. So... Um so there could be a lot of work to do, work on yourself, work in life. I, you know, 8 um has a, you know has a lot to do with structure and form when you look at 8 cycles in numerology. This is why I, I tell people a lot. And in fact, we had that master numerologist on Jesse. Uh let me see his book here. We talked about it. I don't know if you listened to the podcast and laughed. When I'm doing numerology for people, doing house blessings, house clearings, and doing the numerology, I tell people, if at all possible, do not get a house that ends in an eight, or eight is the predominant, the core number, because it will cost you a lot, a a lot of money and a lot of work. Where is his book? I don't see. Oh, here it is. Um, Nope, that's not it. Oh, all about numbers. That was him. All About Numbers, Jesse, K-A-L-S-I, Kelsey. Um, We follow each other on Insta. But he he and I laughed about it because, I mean, that is his total thing. I've been just studying it for probably, I don't know, 20, 25, maybe 30 years. But um, we laughed because eight requires effort. If you think of the eights in the tarot, you know, especially eight of pentacles. Think of eight of swords, eight of pentacles. Um, eight of wands, you get some movement. But but usually there's a lot to do, right? Um, eight of swords, the mental realm. So, yeah, eights are usually you're working on yourself or you're working with others or could be work on the physical plane or just a lot of work to do, you know, to do. Or you're doing a lot of inner work as well. But it's work that pays off. So it can bring monetary gain because you know it can bring abundance it can bring a level of uh, freedom Um, eights in numerology that with cycles a lot of times are are about working on a pattern so the next cycle which is a nine pattern nine you can free up from that pattern or that conditioning so i hope that kind of brings you um uh, well, yeah, eight is saturn that's another thing that 's why I said it 's Saturn um, because it has to do with learning a lesson, right toil, structure, form, work. Saturn is all about work, so yeah, eight is the number of you're right tosh, yeah, Saturn, I was going to say that, but i wasn't I just saw in your chat in the chat you put that yeah, but that 's why it's like working on something which is very Saturnian to put in the hard work. or you're, Usually when you get an eight, especially individually when I see people in eights a lot, there's usually something that they're going to be completing in the next cycle. And a lot of times it has to do with some kind of emotional pattern or belief um, that's, been, that's either been limiting all along or has come to a conclusion. It's, it's done. It's outlived its, its purpose or necessity or its usefulness. And so the key at eight is to kind of learn the lesson and free up, because the next cycle wants you to transition out of that n- narrower view. All right, let's see. We got, uh, OK, 770. Did, that person is still holding. Did you have a question?
1: Hi, you're on air. Oh, hi. Hi, Michelle. This is Christy. Hi. How are you? Hey, Christy. Hi. Good, good, good. I'm good. I'm good. Hope you are too. I am great. You know, I don't even, good, good. Gosh, I don't even know. Maybe I'll just ask the question because um, just thinking about picky soul and aligning to soul, but um, I have an opportunity to, and I don't even know if I would get it, for an apprenticeship, and I was just curious if you'd have any insight about that. I don't know if I should keep my time free. Or if I should really look into this opportunity,
2: I heard right away. Look into it, but don't d- decide yet. Okay. Yeah. So feel it. Feel it out. Um, see, I, guess I just want to make sure it's not coming on yet. Yeah, because um, I have a. Uh,
1: we're going to talk about it in a couple weeks, and I haven't really told her anything. But I just wouldn't want to disappoint her with my time constraints because I do like that variety and. Um, I have elderly parents I'm helping out. Oh, well, boy. Um, you know, I, people I avoid, on the other side of okay, the country. So.
2: Christy, yeah, that's why I'm saying I'm not yeah. getting say yes yet. You can, you can explore it. Yes. Exploring doesn't necessarily mean you have to take something. But, by the way, okay, the reading that I'm doing today, and, okay, I'm going to try to get it done. So, okay, I will get it done for Friday because I'm going to be curious <laughs> to see what you say. Well, because I'm going to put part one on YouTube, part two I'm going to put on our Patreon uh uh-huh. community. Yep. The reading I did, okay. and I'm not going to say what it is. I hate to do this, but the okay. reading that I did, the pick a call, totally talked about this exact situation. Mm, and do boundaries, guilt, getting rid of a pattern. I tuned into the Ascended Masters.
1: So, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yes, and I when you just said that, I'm like, oh my God, this is so in alignment. Because so be cu- curious if you pick that pick that one that whole story.
1: Yeah, I will um, keep you posted. Yeah, because it's one of those things. I I really like the opportunity for freedom and travel, but I really like this person, and we have a nice connection. And it might not be this whole see, thing, but it could be something else no, as well. Because I know exactly. I'll have her in my life at some and, degree. Yes,
2: and but I don't know how saying, full. That's why I'm saying, and this is for everyone, check things out, feel it out, because the the soul in the spirit realm likes and, both and and. It's not either or. Yes. I sense with you, you probably won't take it, but there's something about us exploring things, because the soul likes to explore. But when we explore something, you know, we've been taught, well, don't do it if you don't think you want to do it, or only call them back if you really want to. Well, no, maybe I just want to call and feel it out, and now I'll get a feeling about something. You know what I mean? So I yes. would say don't in yeah. your head something. about it. Follow through and feel it out. But I think you already know your answer, but there could be another something else you do with that person or someone else, or maybe it's a, to a, a limit, or maybe it's something completely not what you think it's going to be because you really don't want that. It may be something else, you see what I'm saying, that ends up coming in.
1: Yes, yes, yeah, I'm just right. going to keep, I have another week or two to really meditate on my own and figure things out, but I'm like, oh, I'll just hit one today, and if you get to me, great, and if not, um, you know, that's okay, too, but you did, and that will give me some, uh, definitely a starting point, so that's helpful, thank yeah, you. Yeah,
2: keep in contact, and talk I'll watch the, for the about it, but you yes. don't have to make a decision, right?
1: Yes. Because you yes, can't really that make it, that's, I guess this
2: is what I'm hearing from your higher self as I tune in, and this is something you're learning, I feel, is what I'm being shown. You can't really make... So you're trying to make a decision mentally. Mm
1: -hmm. But to get
2: into soul alignment, you need to feel it. And sometimes to feel something, we need to talk to the person or show up at the, you know, at the cafe and have a chat.
1: And then we go, oh... No, that's why I felt Yeah, that. that's why, that's kind of what yeah. I felt. It, it, it was one of those really? things I like, you know, I wanted to put myself out there at least and say, oh, I will learn a little bit more about it because it's always been a thought in my head. So now I just need to see, feel it out and say, would this work or not in my current place in life? So, exactly. um, but I would hate to miss it and just think, oh, I missed my opportunity. So. Yeah, I think
2: you're going to gain something by having the conversation or meet up or whatever you're going to do. I feel like there's something there, very dynamic, which I'll be curious to see what it is. But, yeah, I feel like there's something very dynamic for you in that interchange um, that we can only get by intuition or by feeling through the energy and motion, the emotional body. And I think all of us are getting, you know, that part of us honed up more. And it just yes. means we aren't going to figure things out as much mentally on the mental realm. You know, the mental faculty, the beautiful, important it is, that can be, you know, the planning stage or, you know, but trusting that That's okay. That intuition. That's what I'm trying to,
1: yes, I'm trying to, It's really the last few years, really trying to get more with that intuition flow than just the checklist and or the, the logical mental. Yeah. So um, that's all yeah. kind of lining up. Well, yeah. thank you very
2: much. You are welcome. And we do have our guests coming on. I'm not sure. they. Maybe they'll do some readings, too. Let's see what happens. Uh, good to hear your voice,
1: Christy. Good to hear you. Talk to you soon. And I will keep listening. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right, So Lights, if
2: you didn't get your question answered yet, uh, just kind of hang out. Uh, we're going to bring our guest on, Reverend Sue Frederick a uh, channeler psychic channel receives wisdom from guides to help people heal from grief and also find their soul's purpose and uh, we're going to also talk a bit about her book i think through a divine lens so let's see what she has going on here hi sue hi nice to be on your show oh likewise likewise fellow channeler <laughs> Hello, hello, <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Gosh, um, where to start? Well, let's start. Usually, I get background. Pe- well, let's get a little background on you, so pe- I know, and then also those mm-hmm. that are listening um, can know a little bit about you. And I would like to get kind of the first awakening, and then the next awakening to what you're doing, or how that happened. What was a revelation mm-hmm. for you? Um, mm-hmm on your on your path.
3: I find that interesting and so do the listeners
2: yeah. it's, and, and inspiring as well.
3: Well, I was always very in touch with my intuition as a kid. I was way more right brain dominant than left brain. But I grew up in a southern Catholic family and was taught right away that that was not a good thing and I should not keep sharing my precognitive mm-hmm. dreams at the breakfast table mm-hmm. and they would come true later on. Um, So this was the 50s, you know, so I was taught to shut it down the best that I could in order to survive here. Um, But then as much as I tried to avoid my true path and tried to fit in and be normal, um, when I was in my 20s, I was leading outward bound mountaineering uh, groups across the Colorado Rockies, teaching people to overcome their fears and climb 14,000-foot peaks and all of that, and I was in love, married to a beautiful mountain climber man, uh, Paul Frederick, And, um, and he and I shared spiritual, the idea that religion was not the answer that spirituality was, and yet it wasn't the focus of our lives, and then suddenly at the age of 33, he was diagnosed with Uh, colon cancer and given, basically they gave him two weeks to live, but I was uh, really determined that we were going to heal him because, you know, we were these outward bound teachers. We were teaching that you could overcome any challenge that came your way, and so I thought that the lesson was I was supposed to overcome the challenge of this illness and help him have this cure, and we did alternative healing, conventional healing. But the hardest and most important lesson on earth, as you know, is surrender to the higher lesson, the higher yeah. soul agreement, the higher purpose. So Even he died doesn't in look my like arms. what we
2: thought. Oh, God. Right,
3: exactly. Right? Sue? So he died oh, my in my God. arms. A year hmm. later, he died. died in my arms. And the whole year of that journey was my spiritual awakening it was 1979 1980 i was 29 30 and his death and his final months were so spirit-led and he showed me his soul when he left his body came back immediately to teach me how it all worked in the divine and that was 40 something years ago and so that was probably my biggest awakening that is huge, and that
2: is, oh, I'm glad you mentioned this because a lot of people don't like to talk about this part, especially when you start, you know, you're consciously on a path and, you, you know, you're manifesting the the bigger picture, beyond our big picture, the, the right. soul's path, right? And sometimes it is something, because, uh, you know, in our society, and I'm sure you ran into this, uh, I know I have, uh Except for those that really go on the other side, there, there there isn't this judgment. But that if oh they're less evolved because they do this or they do that or they got sick or they died at this time, and it's like no, it's, there's such right. a you know That's a the higher person. lesson
3: actually. You know right that is that you're high- saying oh. right. And yeah. Michelle, you know what I think people like you and I learned probably I don't know your story, but probably it was early on for you as well is that yeah. this is not a universe where we just come to party. It is a universe that our soul drops yeah. into oh. for a purpose of soul growth and helping others evolve, helping our own soul evolve and others others, in our collective evolve. And that takes pain sometimes. It takes surrender to higher lessons. It's not an ego-driven world as much as we want to think it is.
2: Oh, boy, that is so true. Well wow, that... No, I learned I remember at one point in my healing path and I was doing a lot of um it was quite early because I was working with a lot of AIDS and cancer patients and some healings. I I a lot of, I was a facilitator for some amazing healings.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And oh my god, just rave review and then my life personally like financially got a hit. I'll never forget because I was living in Chicago for like 4 years and it was cold.
1: Mm-hmm. and i had
2: just come back from and i was like cursing like i'm doing all this work and it's freezing. why of my i was i was like what is going on you know i'm do, and then i'm like wow you're and that really kind of woke me up too mm-hmm. it's what we do here no matter how amazing it's so small and that great gift which illness i don't know your thought on this but what i have found is well, it is a form of self-expression or soul expression and creativity to some degree, and it is
3: a, such a huge learning tool. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. I always tell my clients that we choose an ill, our soul, not our conscious mind, will choose yeah. an illness for the purpose of growth and expansion. And what I learned from Paul in that journey of his is that his soul had some patterns of Anger that he had not been able to release in several lifetimes, and when he came into this lifetime That anger continued because he had a a very dogmatic Christian minister father whom he disagreed Mm -hmm. with and so that anger Continued and his soul chose this illness as a way of breaking him open to the higher lesson of love and forgiveness to break that negative pattern of anger and he did by the time he yeah, crossed say, through he? this Wow yeah by the time he crossed through this terrible illness of his um, he was pure love and pure light
2: Wow uh, that reminds me of a dear client of mine Angela who I was just thinking about the other day yesterday so she must be around. I always see butterflies. And she went through a lot of trauma, and she got uh, what is lung cancer. And Mm -hmm. towards the end, because she said, I'm not going to stay. I know you may not want to hear that, but I'm not going to stay. And she goes, now everything that we worked on, I feel it now. I feel all the love. She was estranged from her family. And so friends were around her, people that she hadn't seen in over 20 years, move to help her, you know, move near her, yeah. and she could open it up. Let me ask you, do you think, I mean, is it for both of us? I mean, I know it, that impacted me so much. Yeah, it was so for much. me too. Yeah, I made
3: do you think that it's agreement more for with us, Paul.
2: Or do you think it's more for both of us? I made the
3: agreement with Paul. I made the agreement yeah. with Paul before the lifetime begins. And so did his parents and all of our loved ones. We made that agreement before Mm. the lifetime began because it was going to break us open. And it certainly broke his father open, the dogmatic Christian minister. It did. Definitely brought brought him into his heart more, opened his mind. And for me, it was the greatest soul agreement on my life to wake me up to become who I came here to be this intuitive numerology spiritual teacher for people. Not that I did that the next day, it took me a while right to get there. But it was my moment of realizing, Oh, I came in here to share everything Paul is showing me from the divine realms. But I had to find you know, I was 30 when he died, like I had to find my Mm -hmm. footing, and it wasn't, it was 1980. It's not like you could go be an energy healer or a numerologist or an intuitive in 1980 and be embraced and make your living from it. So I gave it away for free while I worked on my writing career. And I actually became successful with that, VP of content for magazines and websites eventually. Mm-hmm. And then my soul and my guides said, okay, you've been hiding. We gave you a little time to regroup, to heal, and to realize that you can stay on earth. Now you got to step up. And at that moment, I was in a reinvention point, all outlined perfectly by my numerology chart. And my hat was a single mom with a young daughter, and I was about to lose my home. And my spirit guides and God and said, you've got to do what you came to do, make your living that way. And I said, but I'll lose my home. And they said, well, as long as you think that way, you'll never get started, you'll never make it work. And I, in one weekend, built a website, started writing my first book. I've written 11 books since then and started seeing clients. And magic happened like it does for all of us when we're finally on our true path.
1: Mm. Wow!
2: What a oh my god, love that. Um, and I know what you mean. Similar to me, without the internet, we didn't. People don't realize, you know, you could go to metaphysical bookstores, maybe a
3: right, you know,
2: a, a, a health food store, you know. <laughs> Little. I you know, mean,
3: 1980 is, was just, you know, the dark ages of so many yeah. things, right? And the yeah. 80s were the decade of money and greed and power. Is eight is the number of money and power, you know, using it for good or bad. And um, so suddenly here I was, this intuitive, sensitive, spiritual person, and all I knew was I had to figure out how to make money, and it wasn't going to be from my true gifts. But it was in my 90s that everything shifted, and I was able to step up and do it.
2: Yeah, that was your transition point. Yeah. Um, what do you think going through that with the with someone um well, a couple things. Do you is it do you think we both learn, in other words, the person that's going through it has their learning and then those of us that are around um have our learning. Oh, that's absolutely. question both, okay. And then question 2 what would you suggest or what do you tell the people you, you work with, you help with in this area of how to, I guess, kind of open up to that mindset?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I'm very blessed because over the years I've been guided to get involved with what I think is the most powerful group of human beings on earth, this nonprofit organization called dot org. And my clients okay. now are most, mostly grieving parents, grieving moms especially. Oh, wow. And okay. this, this nonprofit is run by a woman that I think is a true earth angel, Elizabeth Boisson. She lost two children, and this was back in the wow. early 2000s, and she decided to devote her life to helping grieving parents wake up to the fact that their children were alive and well and the divine and that on some level they had agreed to this experience as part of their learning and i love this organization it's the first place i've ever felt totally in alignment with in my work and so most of my clients come to me and their heart has been broken devastated in a way that i think is the greatest devastation on earth to lose a child But the good side of that is it finally gets us to surrender what we know and finally say, I'm ready to see, to open my mind, to get rid of my beliefs, perhaps get rid of my religious dogma and really start learning, where did my child go? How are they communicating with me now? Why am I still here? Um, Mm -hmm. Those questions get us in alignment with our past But many people who go through grief, and everything is free will here, they just get lost in their pain, you know, for a long time. But I always tell people it doesn't matter how long you're lost in your pain, if you finally just take a breath and look up to that higher awareness, ask to see it differently, ask to understand it from the soul level, that prayer is Mm. always answered.
2: Okay. So really ask Ask to be from a soul level. Wow. Yeah. That's. I guess we really have to always kind of slow down, tune within, pray, ask, whatever that you know terminology people are comfortable with, right? That's
3: we have to. And you you know, here here on earth, all we want to do is look outward. You know, not quiet the mind, not turn inward, not listen to. God consciousness, that's terrifying to so many people. That's why so many people you meet will say, oh, I can't meditate. Oh, yes, you can. (laughs) You just have to Mm -hmm. sit down, repeat mantra, quiet the mind, and receive, and it will be there for you. And I lived in a Buddhist ashram because I wanted to learn that intense, beautiful form of meditation. We would have like a seven-day silent meditation retreat where you couldn't even... Speak to anyone in the dining hall or in the cabin at night, and um, it was transformative. You totally leave yeah. the human mind and you align with the God consciousness. You you realize at the end of that week that you never want to talk again. It is so much better. Yeah, to true. be in tune with the I universe. I recommend.
2: Yeah, I've done that as well. I I do. I recommend at some point if people have that inkling, you know, to kind of to mm-hmm. do something like that. It's very um powerful. Mm-hmm. And even for a day or a weekend if people can you know yeah. uh do that, right? It really it holds your listening to them as you were saying, listening to listening to spirit. Um Right. So I'm curious about this book, Through a Divine Lens. Now, this is your most recent yeah. one, right? You said you have 11. And, oh, by the way, so yeah. people are coming in the chat and listening. Um, let's see, the best website, you have suefrederick.com, right? suefrederick.com, so yeah. Okay. In case yeah. people want to get a little little more info while we're chatting
3: here. Um, tell us a bit about so this. that that book was inspired by a vision i had in 2014 where by 2014 i'd already been uh, years teaching uh, these grief shifting workshops where i would take a room full of grieving people and guide them through some processes meditations automatic writing numerology understanding soul agreement and then they would have their own personal communication with their departed and then write it through automatic writing. And the most amazing thing, when you see the transition of a three-day workshop where the first night everyone shares their devastating story of losing their loved one, and by the Mm -hmm. third day they're going, I've heard from my son, and he wants me to get out of bed and start living my life. And and they have a whole different perspective, but they got to it, not having... You know, I love mediums. I have many friends who are mediums, but we can all connect to our departed. And yeah. once a person it's powerful, does that, yeah. it is so yeah. powerful. So I flew home. That was at Kripalu in Massachusetts, a big uh, retreat center. And I flew home I back to is. Colorado, and I was exhausted, and I got really sick, like 104 degrees for days. This was before COVID uh, even, but it was just a devastating virus of some kind and on the third night i was lifted out of my body and shown the earth from a distance and shown all of these lights shooting up from earth uh, really piercing the darkness of the universe and then piercing and covering the darkness of the planet one by one and they were showing it, it to me and it was in in movement as I watched this stream of light moving around the earth, filling in all the dark places, and the angels and the guides were holding me and they said, Sue, in the next few years on earth, people, it's gonna get very um, crazy chaotic there, it's gonna get painful for everyone, including you, and you have to be one of the teachers who explains that the light is always winning, no matter how it looks when we're down in the details of the human life. And they just kept pounding that into my consciousness. The light is always winning. The love is always winning, no matter how it looks on earth. And I woke up, and I was trying to put it into words, and I was still sick, you know. And finally, my daughter, who knows I'm a writer, I've written since I was a child, she put the laptop on my lap you know and i was able to sit there and basically download this book through a divine lens and it was that whole message of finding the light and seeing the divine order in everything we face Mm. including the crazy world that we're finding ourselves in today
2: Mm. yeah sometimes i and i myself do this and share you know, with others as well. Sometimes you just have to bump up to the metaphysical. You got to go in the spirit where you know it's can't understand yeah, it from this, right? <laughs> yeah, I
3: know, right?
2: I'm like, that's the only way. You know, you um, know, you now, just, see, can't, I just like. Go ahead.
3: You know, ahead. Michelle, before before 20, like my vision came in 2014. And I thought the world was doing pretty darn good, you know. I felt like, okay, things are manageable here. Things are okay. And and then I watched things just completely implode over the next few years. And, and you know, and they don't seem to be really getting better. It feels like our world is really divided right now in a way that I've never seen. And I'm in my 70s, and I lived through the 60s, you know. I lived through all of that time. And I've never seen anything like where we are today. So I'm so grateful that I can go into my meditation, into my communication with spirit and say, remind me, lift me up above this, show me that the light is always winning, the love is always winning. And that's always their message, always. And so I can't, I used to be a journalist, right? I loved watching the news, (laughs) reading the news, you know? And now... You can't, I can't go there because it pulls no, me down I into can't. fear, pulls me yeah. down into anger. The minute we do that, we're lost. Yeah. It's
2: also such a limiting view. It's so right. – and then it swings. They're so sure about right. something and they're way over on one side and then days, weeks, months later, oh, and they swing the other. I mean, it's really like you have to be like a human – pendulum that somebody else is swinging you back and forth um, and the yet, one thing Michelle, and I want
3: to- it's perfect yeah. it's perfect yeah. because yeah. we're learning to get out of the head this is yeah. the awakening yeah. that humanity is needed that no longer can we believe that if i get all the ideas right and do all the research and have all the knowledge that i can change other people's mind those that paradigm is way gone Now, the ultimate lesson here is the lesson, the original lesson of Jesus Christ, by the way, when he was here as one of our enlightened teachers, was he said, I give you a commandment that is more important than all the others, and it is to love one another. And here we are, where this is all that's left for us to do here, is to find that love and compassion for each other, even when we're on diabetes diametrically opposed viewpoints and opinions.
2: Well, you just said it, and that was going to be my question to you since you sit, lived through the 60s. <laughs> my, I wasn't there, but what I've read and what i assess, uh, assessed, I think a big, well, a lot of differences to what we're going through now, but one, if we bring it back into the 60s, um, and even earlier, let's say, is that mm-hmm. people stayed in the polarized. I feel like People that seem different on the outside are coming together, Um, and I always joke and say, you know, the spiritual vegan is going to be sitting next to, you know, I don't know, the Harley Davidson driving southern trucker with the, I don't know, California Twinkie or something, and they're going to get along. They're going to find. Yeah, that's what that's what has
3: to happen, right? Absolutely. We're being called to it
2: yeah right. I feel oh like just just when you said that called to it um by the way, I love unity' because I saw that you were a minister there, and yeah, I'm um, a unity it. minister uh, but, I used to, but uh, you
3: know what unity teaches, and the reason I decided to go through four years of ministry school in my late sixties is because I have studied, I grew up Catholic, I've studied theosophy, Native American spirituality, Buddhism, Hinduism, everything you can name pretty much, I have really immersed myself in to learn. And then unity teaches what I think is the ultimate principle of God, which is that this is an all-good, all-God universe, and that God is simply, simply a loving consciousness that runs it all and lives inside mm. all of our hearts. And so mm. this principle, I believe, is the most true of all mm-hmm. religions. Yeah, there's no yeah. there's no hell. There's no judging God. Yeah,
2: exactly. It is our well, own mind yeah. that
3: wants to believe that.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I spent okay. quite a bit of time there and loved, loved the people, loved the books. I mean, in in fact, when I would travel, I would always look for a unity. And then I became a church of religious science practitioner at mm-hmm.
3: one point, yeah. which kind of well, dovetailed off of unity. Yeah. yeah,
2: but, yeah, it's good. It's all good kind of mix it. But I feel like as far as just the kind of bare bones spirituality and maybe tapping into mm-hmm. scripture, that unity. And, of course, in unity mm-hmm. brings, as you know, you studied, it brings in, you know, books and teachings from, yes. you know, it's very diverse, very open yep. and, um, you know, accepting.
3: But, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, some <laughs> good courses well, there. It, yeah. It really helped me reset, Michelle, because
0: mm.
3: it was 2016 and 20, no, 2017 when I decided, wow, the world has really pulled me into an angry, negative place, and I need to do a spiritual reboot. Even though I'd been doing my work, yeah. you know, for yeah. decades at that point, I needed a reinvention, a spiritual reboot. And studying those ministry classes were just exactly what I needed. It just kicked me up above all of this. And it was such a good thing. Like I was in school in 2020 when COVID came oh, along. perfect. You know, and I'm so glad because it just kept me in that higher perspective of how do we see this from God consciousness view, from the soul's view. And I love having the name Reverend because to me it's a soul reminder that I'm here Mm -hmm. to see it and speak it from the soul. Yeah.
2: And I'd love that you say about the spiritual reboot because I feel it's so important Mm -hmm. that we all do that. Wherever the the reboot is needed, that we have that amazing awareness that now is a good time for me to brush up on this or i need to uh, expand my awareness or my knowledge or i need i want to learn more or need to learn more in this i think that's
3: so powerful and well it you know i can be the role model for that i was ordained at the age of 71 so <laughs> yay
2: yeah, keep going i mean that's the whole thing i mean i am
3: right i know you are and i love that i think <laughs> it's
2: very you know inspiring i mean in the words of my dad saying well, hopefully you're learning all the time until you're done you're mm-hmm. dead. You're just, right. There's so much right. to do and learn. You don't stop at some point, you know.
3: Um, That's the now, myth in know. our culture of retirement, yes, right?
2: right? Oh, I know. Retire, <laughs> like you stop... Everything stops, you know, and it's like, no,
3: I mean, so much can just begin at that time. Uh, Yeah, like I think the idea that people have in their head of retirement is so backwards because what they're saying is, I'm going to work at this terrible job for 50 years and hate it, but then I'll have financial security and then I'll retire and play golf and be happy, we don't yeah. get to retire until we cross over. Then we get to yeah. be in the realm of love and wisdom and, and beautiful inner peace and awareness. But here, we're always learning. That's the game here. And so if you're going to give your life and career away for 50 years for something you hate, just for this dream of retirement, you got that wrong. You need to reinvent now. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting, too, what I touched upon earlier about the illness. I mean, there's even a lot of research on this that people that, I'm not saying don't retire. I mean, you can do other things, but people that don't keep active and don't keep something that has meaning and purpose, whether career Mm -hmm. or consulting and doing something else, usually don't do very well not just mentally but emotionally
3: excuse me physically. Right.
2: there's usually because
3: we're always lot of- here to to have a purpose our soul comes in with a purpose and our soul mm. doesn't care if we're 80 or 90 we're still yeah. on that path we're still my mother's 96 and she mm. even though her body is completely you know falling apart her soul is still learning and it you know, becoming aware of things, and that is what life is. It's never, yeah. hey, let's just shut down and think we have all the answers. Boy, life, you'll just get a huge two-by-four nudge if that's your belief. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Boy, that is true. Now, I don't know, um, Taylor, maybe we got people in the chat. If people have a question for you, are um, you open to answering any questions? I know you're a numerologist yes, I'm, also. I'm
3: happy I don't, here's what here's what it is about numerology. I used to do years ago radio shows where I would just have one caller after another wanting a numerology reading and do honor the fact that I'm now in my 70s and so I say I'll only do two numerology readers for callers, but after that I'll answer all questions about pain and grief and all that stuff, whatever they want to and ask. Also
2: the, and also, yeah, and... Well, let's just see through a divine lens. Let's um, see if anybody has any question.
3: And people can go to Amazon and get my numerology workbook, Sacred Numerology Workbook. It's only five ninety nine if they want to calculate their path. And um, oh, okay, that's you good know, to know. Yeah. So there's, and then plus um, on my website. Uh uh-huh. um, I just lost my AirPod. Can you hear me now?
0: I can my, hear you. My yeah. ear.
3: Okay, good. My AirPod fell out of my ear. Sorry. <laughs> um, plus, they on my website, I have. I
2: oh, they, oh, no. I love them, but the design and a lot of times I'm walking. I've lost more, so I totally get I it. I
3: know. It's crazy, but um, people can go to my website and I have online courses in numerology that they can take and. I'm always teaching classes, and they're all listed on my website, so there's many ways they can learn about my sacred numerology. Okay, And great. yes, I'm willing to take callers <laughs>
2: um, Oh, now, this is a good question because, yeah, and it goes to what we were talking about about you know depth or going beyond the surface. Um, so Healer Medium in the chat is saying my life path is a six, and I don't feel like I'm that much into home. Is that usually true of a six? That's kind of a good
3: question. Six. The way I look at six, it has nothing to do with home. My yeah. approach to numerology, and five, by the way, she could be a, a 33 slash six because I, I do the energy. birth date addition. Yeah, I do the addition of the birth date three different ways. That's why I call it sacred numerology because if her path adds up to be 33 slash six in one of those three ways it means she came to be a spiritual you know healer teacher to carry that christ consciousness with her but the six the way i read it is all about opening the heart that's the lesson Mm -hmm. and learning to sense other people's needs pain and feeling and provide what is needed for community for world for the collective never it's not ever one-on-one with these six paths they're always here to bring family bring neighborhood bring community bring the world mm-hmm. to a higher awareness and the the challenge of the six is that you can be very wounded and hurt by the world because you're so sensitive to what others feelings are and so you have to Center yourself and not get pulled out of your own spiritual center by other people's needs and pain.
2: Mm, yeah. I like that, too. I read the sub-numbers. I know a lot of people don't. They distill it. Right. Even the, I love I, – boy, you get a lot of data, even in the mm-hmm. so-called master numbers by um, – Right. That's right. So 2-4 or
3: 24-6,
2: um, well, that's still – that still that was an excellent description. Well, we
3: don't know if thank she's you. added it the three ways that I teach. Right. Um, but anyway, tell her to but go to my thank you. book and she can see yeah. it. Yeah, no, she said out. that was an excellent
2: <laughs> she said that was an excellent description. That was a great question though because to me it opens up
1: mm-hmm.
2: that there's again, I, I earlier in the podcast I talked about things in the, you know, lower mid and higher frequency or octave or understanding right. or depth. And and this is a good yeah. example I think for our listeners uh, Sue is that it's so much more if you really get into you yeah. know, harmonizing, love, yeah. you know, emotional fulfillment. It, it has so much more to, than the um, the house. And then you're right that bringing together, you know, people. Yeah.
3: You know, Michelle, what we have on Earth right now is that many people what they know about numerology comes from interactive websites and you know people yeah. who do it in a very superficial way. And um, and so they don't really understand what their soul mission is. They just oh, get a very I superficial know. reading of it. Yeah. And that's why I call it sacred numerology because the way I go at it is I'm deciphering what your soul chose before this lifetime began. And what your soul came to learn and what your soul came to offer to the world. Mm -hmm. And that comes in from a much deeper perspective, the soul's perspective. I hear you. I mean,
2: that's the same with, you know, obviously the numerology, but also astrology, tarot, any of
3: these languages
2: of how to read. It's it's so... Right. ...surface and so... um, Yeah. But, you know, I think very interesting you mentioning this because I do see a, a shift I was kind of worried around let's say definitely around 2011 2012 but somewhere between 2010 and 2014 15 I was like oh god people are like everything was so surface. I don't mm-hmm. know if you found yeah. this but I feel there are more people awakening and going you know what I want to work with or study somebody that has more training or has more diverse training, or not just took a weekend class right. and put their. Right. And Michelle, know, little, this is the what?
3: this is the benefit of collective consciousness being in pain. Really, I hate to say it that way, but oh, the political yeah. world, you know, COVID, yeah, it's made everybody in pain on some level whether they maybe can't talk to their family members anymore, you know, whatever that division has caused in their life, it has in many ways made them seek different and higher answers. Yeah, that's
2: a good point. That is a good point, yeah. It is, and I guess, I mean, until it changes a lot, uh, you know, we can learn by pain or pleasure, but a lot in the collective right. or the mainstream consciousness is the pain possible, right. <laughs> you know. I think we're Clearly. learning. We can do it by joy, right? We can do it by joy. We can start learn- yep. doing more and more by joy, but you're right. Definitely that pain pain factor is there. Oh, Sue, this mm-hmm. has been lovely. I have really enjoyed this time with you. Um,
3: oh, <laughs> me too.
2: Yeah, I really have. uh. Let people know again your website. Um you have online courses. Sue Frederick. Com. Yep.
3: Sue Frederick. And that's F R E
2: D E R I C K right? E-R. Uh, yes. Okay, Perfect.
3: E R. And the newest book is Through a Divine Lens Practices to Quiet Your Ego and Align with Your Soul. Again, it's all on Ooh. Amazon. It's also in Barnes Soul and Noble. Alignment.
2: Oh, love that. <laughs> love that Sue. Oh well, thank you. It's such a joy, and I love um, you sharing your soul gifts. Thanks for sharing them here with us as well.
3: Thank you so much. Take care.
2: All right, gang. Okay. Wow, that was great. I love that conversation. Um, beautiful. You guys did too. Uh, let's see, healer medium. Not that. What? You, okay, we got a question. Let's see, not that I'm aware of, I remember that doesn't, it also includes your name, reduced to number. The best thing, I think, for the soul is go by your birth date, the month, date, and year, because you can change your name. Also, other people give you your name. I have found the most accurate, and I agree. I do this very similar, maybe the same as Sue, I don't know. But um, you can look at multiple combinations, because there's different ways whether you do it vertically or horizontally but yeah the date the month and the year because that is your entrance point your timing can be off sometimes with astrology people don't know their time or the time is off or you could have been born one place and then that you know may change location <clears throat> um but you always want to use the double you know numbers as well and I did a tarot and numerology course. I think it last year. We did. I think it was a six-week um, course. But yeah, you can go to Sue's site. Or if you're next time I do tarot, I'm going to be doing some dream um, uh, dream ther- therapy course, dream rituals and dreams. And it was going to weave some tarot, um, but can we weave some numerology in as well. Yeah, Jay's ready for a class. We're doing it. Um I'm gonna be doing also some past life regression uh with uh, Grace O. I think we're doing something in September. So I will start up with again with it. I'm really drawn again to more of the, the uh interplane work but also the occult with the tarot uh numerology. Maybe I'll do basic astrology, but astrology gets I think numerology people can pick up quickly and people are using tarot as well. Um, and they all correspond: the numerology, tarot, and astrology, as well as the, the tree of life, as well. But yeah, the birth date, month, day, and year. I know you can do your name. You can do the vowels of your name. Is supposed to be the soul. I should have asked Sue that, but I don't find that. I and I've had some respect, very uh, teachers and authors that I respect that do numerology that do use your name. I think you can use your name to tap into something about you, right? Because by synchronicity, it is your name. You were given this specific name. However, I really find to really tap into the soul, it's by your birth date. And of course, that's what astrology goes by, is your birth date and the time you were born and where you were born. So, yeah. So just knowing that, I think if that's something you want to go into, I think you could get a lot... um, yeah, and if you get her book, let me know what you think of it. All right, gang. Uh, please, if you haven't yet, subscribe to Soul Insights and Tarot on YouTube. Also, Awakenings with Michelle Mache on YouTube. Um, we're slow but sure. I just bought some more equipment gearing up to do the podcast also to extend it to uh, YouTube. What else? Anything else? Oh, you can connect with me on Insta. And if you do, let say Hi. Um, otherwise, I will see you next week, connect with you next week. And remember, if you have any uh, topic suggestions, guest suggestions, you can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com or connect at soulplayground.life, either of those two. Uh, but preferably awakeningspodcast, if it's all things awakenings, awakenings podcast at gmail.com. Other ways to get in touch with me are in the description box of this uh, podcast. So, gang, as always, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and keep awake. I'm
0: getting
1: low, and Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12
2: p.m. Pacific time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook, And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com and keep awake.